You are listening to a Natural Products Insider Podcast. With Sandy Almendares, Editor-in-Chief. This podcast was recorded live at Natural Products Expo West in Anaheim, California. and welcome to a Healthy Insider Podcast. I am Sandy, and I am on site at Natural Products Expo West 2019 in Anaheim, California. And I am sitting here with Brian Womack, who is the Senior Vice President of Communications at the Council for Responsible Nutrition. Hi, Brian. Hi, Sandy. Thanks for having me. Well, welcome. We are here to talk about the updates to the supplement facts panel. So uh, in 2016, FDA announced its final rule that is requiring an update to the nutrition facts panel that appears on food and beverage products and supplement facts panel, which obviously appears on supplements. Um, So FDA did this to to reflect new scientific information and to help consumers make more informed choices. The compliance date has been shifted back to January 2020, um, although some small producers have a little bit more time after that. But uh, Brian and the whole team at CRN has been doing great work to update the industry and uh, really get um, these brands ready. uh, So when when go live day hits that there's no no hiccups. Um, So first off, so how often are these facts panels updated? And do you agree, does CRN agree with that now is a good time that, that FDA should be making these updates? Uh, so it, they're updated very infrequently, as it turns out. Uh, it's been almost 20 years since the last time they were touched. Uh, so we at CRN definitely think it's time the American diet changes over time. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly there have been some new scientific uh, discoveries in that time. So we want to make sure that the, the supplement facts uh, reflect the latest latest in science and the latest in the way that we're eating. Right. So you agree that it's, it's time for the update. Do you agree with the updates um, that are the, the new requirements? Well, actually, let's step back. First, what are some of the new requirements that, that FDA is, is looking for in the supplement facts panel? And, and do you think that these make sense? Uh, by and large, we do. Uh, some of them are just a matter of um, which nutrients are called out, the order on the panel. Um, some, some of them are a matter of changing the units that are, uh, that are on the panel. Of course, the RDAs change for some of them, so the, you know, that requires the numbers to change or for products to be reformulated. Mm-hmm. There were some issues around what's considered a fiber and not that we kind of went back and forth on a little bit. But uh, like I said, by and large, we at CRN think these are, these are good changes and they will help consumers. So are you seeing among your members and maybe even the greater industry, um, are, are brands looking to reformulate so they meet these new requirements or are they looking to actually just change the label? I'm sure it's a bit of both, but have you seen any trends either way? Uh, from the members who we've talked to about it, um, there's, there's certainly some of each. I mean, a reformulation mm-hmm. decision is, uh, is a pretty substantial business decision. Uh, and takes some time, mm-hmm. but that's the direction that some went because in some mm-hmm. cases, if the uh, if the change to the RDA, RDA was really substantial and you used to have 100% and now you're going to have 1,000%, mm-hmm. that may not be a good idea for a whole lot of reasons. You get into, you know, where is the, the cap? You know, do people want to be paying for more of something than they think they need? Mm-hmm. Um, so there were some reformulations along the way, but a lot of them are just relabeling as well. Mm-hmm. So there's some of each. 
And I've noticed, I'm sure you have too, that a lot of brands have already launched these new labels. Um, but then, of course, others haven't. Is this causing like confusion among consumers that you're seeing? Uh, and can you speak to that? Oh, absolutely. That That's why um, we launched this this consumer campaign that, that's coming up um, is, well, you put the you hit on it right there. Uh-huh. The, the compliance date um, covers such a long period because it's it's been pushed off a couple mm-hmm. of times. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the new labels are already on the market and some won't be out there for another two years. So you're talking about a very long phase in period. So that it's a, a situation rife for confusion for consumers because um, the other thing that could happen is you could have the same label or the same product with two different labels on the shelf at the same time. So the mm-hmm. consumer might think, well, which one's wrong? Is this bad? Should I not buy this? Right. Uh, so there's a lot of room for, for confusion. The FDA says they're going to plan to run their own education campaign around the food label changes, mm-hmm. but they explicitly said they weren't planning on doing anything around the supplement fact uh, label changes. Uh, so we at CRN decided we really needed to get get in there and try to help uh, clear things up. Seems like an opportunity, right? Feels like an opportunity. <laughs> well, it's something that yeah. um, we think it's in consumers. We think we think it's all in consumers' best interest, and mm-hmm. we just want to make sure that they understand that. So it's our role to help our members communicate that clearly. Right. And so to add to this, we've we've got the bio bioengineered ingredients uh, labeling disclosures that are required, or the GMO. Uh, however you want to play that. Like, how does this also play into the confusion uh, of the labeling requirements? Well, yeah, so that's going on at the same time. Um, in our in our campaign about the supplement facts labels, we're not hitting on that explicitly, uh, but we at CRN are pleased with the timing of that, that it was done in such a way that um, members can change the label only once if they want and make all of those changes. Um, initially, when they were proposed, they were going to have to change the label twice. Um, that's part of the reason we think that the, the timing of the supplement facts got changed due mm-hmm. to some comments of, of uh, members and others who said, look, we're going to have to change our label and then we're going to have to do it again. So some members will be able to do that all in one, right, that's, all in one step. That's smart. That makes, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us more this, the, about the LabelWise campaign. You referenced it, but what, what, is, it, um, and how is, what is it and how is it helping consumers? So um, we are launching a consumer education campaign, as I said, uh, under the brand LabelWise. Um, it's going to have a couple of different components. Um, all the materials will be available on a microsite uh, to our members and to non-members, too. I mean, we mm-hmm. think everyone ought to be communicating about this. It's not just CRN members that can use these tools. Uh, there'll be an infographic that will explain uh, some of the key changes in the Supplement Facts panel. Uh, fact sheet that sort of teases out some of the changes, uh, a very short two to three minute, uh, but very engaging video highlighting some of the changes, uh, and then sort of a social media assets that can also be used and pushed out. So, so are you, is CRN using this to, to push to consumers directly, or is this, are these resources for brands to use for their consumers, or both? The, the target audience for all of the materials is consumers, uh-huh. um, but CRN... Uh, mostly communicates through its members to mm, consumers. Right. So we're making all the assets available to our members mm-hmm. in hopes that they'll use them to communicate with consumers. And again, it's not just CRI members, but it's anyone who wants to use them. Um, deliberately, they're all going to be very lightly branded, uh-huh. uh, which will allow, uh, we hope, companies to use them in their own marketing channels, uh, however they see fit. That see makes fit. sense. And uh, what's, is it a website, I'm sure? 
labelwise.com i assume is that yeah it? um <laughs> well we'll have the ur the final url soon we're, we're oh it's still not locking a, okay. all that down the, the campaign is in in uh, production right now oh, okay when so does it launch it'll all be ready um late march early april so it's it'll be along soon so okay. we'll, we'll provide you with all of the uh, all the assets and so when the podcast launches we can have a link to the the microsite and all of the uh, all the assets awesome well we will certainly be be following it at insider and uh thanks brian for of course and Greater CRN for creating this campaign to help educate consumers. We're, uh, like I said, we, we think that these are these are changes that benefit computer, cons- computers. They benefit <laughs> consumers. They may benefit computers too, but they benefit <laughs> consumers and uh, will help them understand even more uh, what's going on in their supplements. Great. Well, thanks so much. Cool. Thank you very much. For more award-winning podcasts from industry experts, go to insider.com and click in the podcast section. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts by searching Healthy Insider Podcast. Hit subscribe to never miss an episode. To join the conversation about the supplement industry, leave a comment on the podcast's Twitter, Facebook, or SoundCloud accounts. This episode has been brought to you by Supply Side East, April 9th through 10 in Secaucus, New Jersey.